Are you ready to wake up? You are now entering Dreamland. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Now Entering Dreamland, a podcast about dreams, sleep, and everything in between. Welcome back to those of you who have been to Dreamland before. We're happy to have you back. And welcome to those of you joining us here in Dreamland for the first time. This is a special episode of Now Entering Dreamland. I know I say that for almost every episode, but this actually is a special episode. For those of you new to this podcast, I release episodes on Sundays. And last Sunday, I released the first two-part episode of this podcast. At the end of the last episode, I asked everyone a question. Is my dream causing me to have more sleep issues, like sleepwalking and sleep paralysis? Now, just to get this out of the way, I'm not a doctor or a medical professional or even an expert in any sleep disorders. But I can answer from my own experience. Two weeks ago, I had a really scary dream. And I believe it caused me to have sleep paralysis. Interested? Well, I am. And I guess I was when I first had this dream, because right after my sleep paralysis wore off, I took a pen and I wrote down everything I remembered about this dream. And that's weird, because I don't usually write dreams down. I usually go to the bathroom and forget about them. But I did this time. I actually took a pen and wrote everything down. I think I'm trying to find dream symbolism or some reason why this is happening to me. So this is what I remembered. The dream happened in three distinct parts. The dream started while I was staying in an old house. In the dream, I was me, I was Stacy, and not another person. It seemed almost like an Airbnb situation in which I was staying in only one room of this house while other people lived in other parts of the room and other parts of the house full time. I got to know the other residents of the house who were all around their mid-twenties to mid-forties in age. Pretty soon after I arrived, the residents of the house all gathered in the kitchen to make dinner. And the conversation turned to how their neighbors in this community were starting to disappear. In the real world, if I heard something like this in a place I was staying seemingly all alone, I would leave, probably immediately. But in dream world, dream Stacy seemed very intrigued by this news and not worried at all. Even more, Dream Stacy seemed to think, without any investigative knowledge, or even an eye for regular detail, that I, myself, could solve this mystery. Great idea, Stacy. Great idea. The residents of this house took me to two sites around this community. The first was a boatyard with a bunch of old ships. We began sneaking around the ships. It was a gray, overcast day, and suddenly one of the residents of the house disappeared. Everyone was really shaken by this, including Dream Stacy. 
all of these people had names too, but unfortunately, after I woke up, I couldn't really remember them. Apologies. At this point in the dream, the residents of the house revealed a secret. All of them could see ghosts, but all of them could only see different ghosts. And worse, they all struggled with communicating with the ghosts, so this ability was pretty useless. They could see them, but that was pretty much it. After this revelation, the group then took me to the second site, an abandoned amusement park. The group showed me a broken roller coaster track. They told me to concentrate on the track because there were ghosts there. I concentrated and after a few seconds, I saw dozens of ghosts sitting in old coaster cars. And they were riding the coaster and they seemed to be having a good time. These weren't scary ghosts, they actually seemed happy. As I read this dream back, I am mildly spooked. Dream Stacy, though, was nonplussed. Dream Stacy started walking away from the group and pretty soon after that went into a school. And this begins part two of the dream. The dream gets a little surreal at this point for me because while the events of the dream make little logical sense, the dream begins to take place in areas and locations I know. And it's not just that I know these locations, I know them well. Dream Stacy entered the school and walked in the ground floor level. There was a science fair taking place. The school looked exactly like my middle school, which is bad enough because I hated middle school so much I don't even want to get into it because that's probably a subject for another podcast. I'll put that in my good ideas folder, actually. Anyway, I walked around the ground floor of the school, which was set up for the science fair with posters and displays all around. Of course, there was a little volcano set up. And suddenly, my biology teacher appeared and asked me where my project for the fair was. And I suddenly felt very embarrassed. I didn't have my project. I was so ashamed. And then there was an abrupt change in the dream location. I was suddenly in a car on a major road near my childhood home. If this was a movie, this effect was like a smash cut. I suddenly was in one scene after I was just in another. Anyhow, I was in a car speeding down the road in the middle of the night towards a restaurant to get food. Several of my friends were in the car, someone was driving, and I was in the back. We pulled up to a restaurant. Geographically, the restaurant we went to exists as a building, but it's a different restaurant in the real world. As we get out of the car to get food, one of my friends asks to go back home because she forgot something. We decide to leave the car in the parking lot and call an Uber because that seemed like the most logical choice at the time. We get into the Uber, myself, my friend who forgot something, and one additional friend. We get into the car, we buckle up, and then the car starts to drive. While we're in the car, my first friend begins to just vomit profusely, and I'm sorry to just say it in such graphic terms, but it's true. She was just vomiting all over the place, and there was nothing we could do about it. And it happened so suddenly, too. 
And our Uber driver was really angry, and I don't blame them because I would be really angry too. The last thing I remember about this dream is that while we're in this Uber, while my friend is vomiting, a huge monster truck passes us on the highway, and it causes this major backup on the road. I'm strapped into my seat with a seat belt, and there's a big backup and none of the cars are moving. And that's when I wake up. And that's the weird part, because I was strapped into a car in my dream. And when I woke up, I had sleep paralysis and I couldn't move, just like being strapped against my seat. I wasn't scared, I was annoyed. I just wanted to move. It felt like hours, but what I think was only a few minutes, I managed to move my right arm and then my sleep paralysis stopped. So did my dream cause my sleep paralysis? It seems too much of a coincidence to just happen. Did my dream of being strapped in a seatbelt cause my brain to think I was actually strapped in somewhere, unable to move? Did it just take a few minutes for my dream to fade and for me to get back to reality? But can that even happen? And also, what's up with my dream? It was so vivid. And also, now that I'm thinking about it, creepy. It felt like an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, which, in my opinion, is one of the best shows ever made on television. But that's a story for another day. But going back to my dream, should I try to analyze it? Should I, in real life, try to look for clues? Maybe that's what I'll do on the next episode. I think that's a good place to end for tonight. That's it for the latest episode of Now Entering Dreamland. You can stream all the episodes on our website, nowenteringdreamland.com. Subscribing to this podcast will deliver all episodes straight to your email the moment they're released, or you can check for yourself. We have new episodes released on Sundays. You're now leaving Dreamland, but we'll see you next time.